The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Our show is all about the exciting world of real estate, and in particular, how it relates to the lucrative New York market. But if you're not planning a real estate transaction in New York, we still have plenty of information that you can use no matter where you are. Now, here's your host, Vince Rocco. Good morning, everybody. I'm your host, Vince Rocco, and you're listening to Good Morning New York here on the Voice America Network. As usual, we have a full and very interesting show for you today. Don't we all want to be super successful and make a lot of money? That's a question I ask myself and all of the folks who work for me every day. Do we want to you know, be the best out of everyone out there in this world of real estate? Yes, we do. Our panel and I will go through a workshop in an effort to become better professionals. I'm going to read you a quote. It says, if you are not standing out, then you are blending in. When people know what you stand for, know who you are, and what makes you memorable, then you are creating a real estate practice with consistent flow of income. Important. You will love what you do because you will be aligned with what makes you feel good. This is a quote from my guest today, Don Darty. Don is a certified business development coach whose programs have helped hundreds of professionals create financial freedom for themselves while living their best lives, while living their best lives. Her program, one of her programs, The Charm Business, is derived from top-performing coaching programs that she herself has mastered. She supplements this expertise with 25-plus years as a business development executive where she recently led a company to be sold at over 10 times valuation at $50 million. She is here today to tell us how to build and grow high-performing teams. Dawn, good morning, and thank you for being with us today. Oh, you're, I am so excited to be here. This is what I live for, and um, <laughs> I can't wait to meet your panel, and I'm so, so, so excited about being here with you. And Vince, I, I don't know if you know this, but you and I have so much in common. Tell me how. <laughs> Well, I think we of, do, but yeah. Go ahead. Well, first of all, I, you know, from uh, what we uh, what we value and, and what we stand for, and um, I know you have a love the love of your life, Jet. There yes. you have it. <laughs> and I have a baby that I love, Biscuit, my dog. And I know that you really value your lifestyle and taking some time off and getting into the country. And mm-hmm. I do that on my side with the beach. And we also have a common um, career uh, experience in the telecom world. Absolutely. I loved my time <laughs> in the telecom world. It was so yeah, fun. and it really, um, really, for me, gave me an amazing sales foundation and a relationship-building foundation that I took into the real estate world because we were all about solving problems. We weren't offering particular products. Isn't that something, solving problems? We're going to get into that in a minute. But, you know, before we get into all of your programs, I'd like to, I I do this with all of my guests, I'd like to know a little bit about your progression. So where did you start in business and how did you get to where you are today in a position where I think you are super successful and enormously helpful to others out there who may be just beginning in business or 
who, you know, are misdirected for whatever reason and need a little bit of a coaching. So where did you start and how did you get to where you are today? Sure. Well, I always, um, I had this fascination as a very young girl to understand how things work. And um, I had an artistic side to me. Uh, my mom taught me how to knit and crochet. And I, and I loved just taking whatever was around and um, creating masterpieces. I enjoyed cooking, and um, I mastered that practice. I went into engineering school right after uh, high school, and engineering, the whole practice of engineering is understanding what you have and coming up with a new way of doing things or a new product. And I, um, I, I went into uh, a career of solving problems for corporations using technology. I mentioned, you know, I worked in telecommunications. That's the phone company side of things. So in my first um, few years in the business world, I would work with uh, the Solomon Brothers, Goldman Sachs, and help them come up with better ways of communicating with all of the people they uh, worked with around the world. And, um, and this kind of way of looking at things in my career led me to um, real estate, I, I kind of, I, I looked at the work that I was doing and the part that I loved the most was solving problems for people, helping people live a better life, um, being more efficient. And um, what I loved about real estate was I really had an opportunity to impact the way people lived. So when, um, like in the early 90s, when I decided to move out of um, technology, and I was in Silicon Valley, Vince, for the later part of the 90s, so I really, you know, ran hard and, and saw a, a part of that industry that was so invigorating, and, and I experienced um, some great success there. And um, and then I just moved into real estate in uh, the early 2000s, and I was rookie of the year for um, when I when I started my career in Denver. I'm a New Yorker. I moved um, out west uh, to, as I mentioned, um, when I was um, working with Silicon Valley companies, and uh, and I was rookie of the year as a real estate professional in a in a town that I just moved to. So it wasn't like I had this embedded base of contacts and I mastered how to connect with people in a way where they felt like they were really cared for in a way that most other real estate agents um, just didn't understand. So, um, so, so that sort of feeds into where I am today along between me going out there as a coach and, and what I just described as my first foray into real estate, I, um, I came back to New York in 2005. My dad uh, contracted, um, well, he, he got sick and, and um, he died from cancer in 2005. And um, I, I went into the real estate world here in Manhattan at that time. Um, but really what... What brought me to coaching was going through the loss of my father and seeing a man who lived for other people, lived his life the way he thought, you know, he needed to be for other people. And um, the message that I got through that experience, and I feel like he's by my side in everything that I do, is, hey, Don, you need to help people love what they do and not compromise on their dreams. So, so... 
as um, as I went through that experience, um, and and then I, I was offered an opportunity to work with StreetEasy.com, you, and you're familiar yeah. with StreetEasy. Yeah. So in 2000, I, um, the investors came to me and said, Don, we love your background. You have this technology side with your electrical engineering and understanding online combined with this New York City experience in real estate because at that time I, I had a few years of experience working. Um, I, was, I was with Corcoran. I did on-site for a while. I got to know the players in the real estate world. They said, we're looking for someone like you to help us launch this company. So from 2007 through to the beginning of 2012, I was the business development executive for StreetEasy, and I helped companies um, – make the most out of this new technology. I was training agents all around the city how to use this technology to, uh, to increase their customer base. And um, when, when, I, when we got to the point where that company was built and, and then you know, there were a few years that, that the, the CEO was going down the path of selling the company, I went off and I started this coaching career. So the basis of what I'm doing is helping people in this new environment where technology is the first place that a consumer goes to help them entrench themselves within their network so they're the go-to professional. Even before somebody gets online and looks at a property or sees how much their property is worth, if you are that real estate agent who's top of mind with that individual, instead of going online, they're going to call you first. And that's really what I help agents with. And, and and that's what we're going to get into a little later on, especially when the panel uh, jumps in with us. But, you know, I, I, I was reading a lot about you, and I love the quote um, that you said about standing out in the crowd. You say that business owners and service providers have profiles that are replicas of everyone else in their market, which dilutes you and makes you invisible. How important is this uh, for real estate agents trying to make a living? How do they stand out or should they well, stand out? Absolutely, Vince. When we were at Street Easy, we were just, we would joke, we would look at all of the profiles of the agents because we would have the profiles on our site and just read their bios. Mm. And the bios all sound the same. Correct. I, I think there's one person who writes every single bio for every single real estate agent in New York City. And when we read like everyone else, we, we might as well just be invisible. I agree I, with that. Yeah, you do. Great. Yeah. And I, I love how you are fully self-expressed and you get out there in media and you talk about what's important to you in your life. And when we share our values, we're the biggest magnet for people who share the same values, right? We, mm-hmm. We're able to bring in our tribe. When we are fully self-expressed, mm-hmm. that's when we're happiest. I, the, 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 most difficult times in my career events were the times when I was working to be like everyone else. When I, you know, felt like I had to dress a certain way or, or put agree. on that mask, right, for people to accept me. I agree. Yeah. Fully, fully self-expressed. Talk a little bit about that, Dawn, because I think, you know, as we all go through our careers, especially when we're starting out and then we get, you know, we progress through our, you know, our years of, you know, trying to be like everybody else, as you say, and trying to be as successful. 
But you don't really find, I believe, success, and I just love this expression that you just used, fully self-expressed, where you're comfortable in your skin, you're comfortable in you know, blogging or writing on media or Facebook or whatever it is, you know, talking on the radio about who you are and what it is that you do as a person to be successful. And people, I find, migrate to me or my style because there are no heirs. I mean, it's just I am who I am. You either like me or you don't. Most people do because I feel like I've gotten to the point in my life where I don't have to hide anything or I don't have to, you know, be who I'm not comfortable with. So fully self-expressed is a perfect expression, I think. So how difficult do you think it is for people to go from point A to point B, point B being fully self-expressed? And how long does it take? It's a new way of thinking and, and believing about your life and your career. So it's definitely a journey and a process. And um, that's really where I begin when I work with people. I, I help them to understand, okay, what are their blocks? What's keeping them stuck? And for most of us, it's this way of going about our business and our lives so other people approve us, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we're accepted and playing a role of somebody who we're not is the biggest thing that weighs us down. So, you know, when I, what sets me apart from other so, so-called real estate coaches is, is the following. Those, you look at the big programs out there, and I'm not going to name the names of, you know, the, the, the programs, but they're all about here, here are the things for you to do. Here's how you up your production, Right. Yes, there is value in that. But if I don't feel good about who I am, or if I'm not standing in my $10 million shoes, you know, if I, if I want to be that person that gets the $5 million, $10 million listings, and I don't feel like that $5 million or $10 million person, you could tell me 100 things to do. I'm just not going to engage. Let's hold it there for one second. We have to take a break. Uh, We will be right back, everyone. But first, you are listening to Good Morning New York on the Voice America Variety Channel. Don't go away. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Put Blue Realty Group to work for you. Blue Realty Group is a full-service luxury real estate brokerage firm in Manhattan. With our global reach, unrivaled marketing capabilities, and veteran team, Blue serves some of the world's most exclusive and high-profile buyers and sellers. Visit us today at BlueRealtyGroup.com. At Blue Realty Group, we feel that people matter and results count. Our mission with you is to meet and deliver expectations to drive the results you want. We're ready now. Visit BlueRealtyGroup.com. That's B-L-U-RealtyGroup.com. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even co-worker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things. And together, you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite, live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. 
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Good Morning New York, real estate with Vince Rocco. If you want to call into the program, we're toll-free in North America at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to vrocco at bluerealtygroup.com. That's vrocco at blurealtygroup.com. Now, back to the show. We're back, everybody, and I'm talking to Don Doherty, a very winning and very successful uh, business coach, real estate coach. And we're going to go through a workshop in just a little bit when I bring my panel of uh, experts on, as I refer to them, feet on the street, <clears throat> experts at what they do. Uh, Don, your clients fall pretty much into two categories. They're, accompl- they're either accomplished professionals that you know, are ready to transition from what they're doing to uh, a livelihood that offers them more freedom and meaning. They are aligned with a profession that fits yet they are not sure about what to do regularly to fall back in love with their profession. In other words, they're kind of stuck in the mud. They don't necessarily know what to do to re-energize um, themselves to get to the next step. You've got a charmed business model that's comprised of four different modules. What, what is the charmed business model and how does this help people who are what I call stuck in the mud and don't necessarily know where to go next with their career? Yeah, and, and that really describes the real estate professionals that I work with. And for the most part, my um, clients in the real estate world are, are maybe, you know, at that, um, that the point where they're doing gross commissions, especially, you know, in New York City, certainly our gross, how much we earn is different than other parts of the country. But right. they're, they're, you know, at that maybe one fifty to $200,000 point with gross commissions, and they're ready to blow through this self-imposed earning ceiling. So they're earning four hundred to $500,000 and upwards of gross commissions. And that's where I take people when they go through my system. And the system is in three parts. Um, there is a mindset, a mindset part of the system, and I'll touch on that. Mm-hmm. There's um, a communications part, mastering communications, and uh, I this is I see this so much with real estate professionals that they they want to hold on to this client, and what they sacrifice is what I refer to as fierce communication, really getting to what is the reality of what's going on right now, and if we don't do that. We're working with people longer than we should work with them. If we don't do that, we're working with people that may be, you know, at a point where they're ready to stray and start working with another agent. And mm-hmm. many agents say, oh, I'm so surprised that my, my, my customer, my client that I was working with started working with somebody else. So um, when we master communications, that happens less times. Mm-hmm. And then the third piece is relationships. What do we do? To bring in, so, so that when I, we, we are not, I say to my real estate professionals and anybody really in business, you're not in the home business or the apartment business. You're in the relationship business. And now more than ever, Vince, when technology, you know that um, Zillow just acquired Trulia, yes? Yes, correct. You saw that. In so many, because of my experience in Street Easy, many agents have been emailing me and calling me and saying, Dawn, what does this mean for my business? And my answer back is 
now, more than ever, you must be doing things intentionally and deliberately to, number one, build out your relationships with your VIP contacts, contacts that are, you know, people you love who um, energize and inspire you. Number two, you need to be doing something consistently and frequently to stay in contact with every single person in your sphere. Number three, you need to have a program and a system around meeting new people on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. And number four, you need a an approach to bring in influential people, people who are the gatekeepers for, um, for many of your new clients. Like, for instance, let's say, Vince, you said, Dawn, I love working with people who have pets in New York City. Right. And some people may say, oh, my gosh, I don't want to limit myself to that. You know, there's something I saw a statistic that um, 70% of the households in New York City that earn over $175,000 are households with pets. That's a pretty big target market. That's a very big market, yeah. That's a huge market. So if you were that person that said, yeah, I'm going to lead with my marketing for that very large portion of the market. That influential person for you may be the head of a, a pet charity or, or, you know, the head. It can be somebody, you know, your biscuits and bath in Manhattan, you know, the person who runs that business. And, right. you know, getting to know all the service providers that are, that are people that serve that target market. So, you know, again, those four areas where VIPs, your sphere, who you're meeting on a random basis, and uh, the influentials. So those are the pieces of this program. And once you bring this all in, and, and it's an evolution, this is, and that's why um, on top of my one-on-one, I am uh, introducing a whole mastermind around this where, yes, people can look at this content all year round and jump in on calls with me and workshops. So this is becoming a part of their DNA. I'm I'm very intrigued by uh, all three of these uh, mindset communications and relationships. Listen, I've spent the early part of my career in sales, in technology sales, as you know, and in communications, and it's all always about relationship. But you know, we're going to do a show next week uh, based on your your number one here, mindset, and that's the mindset of a broker. And what we want to try and accomplish next week is. What actually goes through the mind of a broker, a successful broker, to keep them successful, to keep them energized, and to keep them charged with wanting to do even more uh, every week? And I guess when the panel comes on today, I'd like to go through some of these steps, mindset, communication, and relationships with them because I'm sure they're going to have questions for you uh, in that vein. And I think all of these things make complete sense. And I'm curious to see how you how you take us through or how you can take us through these steps and and make us even more aware of you know what our self awareness is or how we can become even more successful. You know one one thing I wanted to chat with you before we go to break again is you know Forbes I think recently ran an article that spoke about negotiations and, and it said that in negotiations most people don't have a clue how others perceive them mm. and that can be costly. Well, comment on that a little bit because I think obviously in the real estate business as we're all in. It's all about negotiations. Yes, it's about relationships and a lot of other things, but it's all about negotiations. And I, the piece that um, I'm, I'm, I'm really focusing on, the words that you said, how people experience them. Mm-hmm. So many people, I believe, 
98 to 99% of the world is, is, is sleepwalking and they're going through life in a mechanical way and they're not showing up fully present. And when Absolutely. I say fully present, it's really understanding myself and being intentional with how I want other people to experience me and absorbing and really being there with that person across the table from me. So most, my experience with most real estate professionals is, and just most people in general, so it's not a judgment on this particular industry, is we are not in the now when we have these, these very critical conversations, we're in our head thinking of, you know, the, ne- the second or third or the fifth chess move. Right, and when exactly. we're in our head, we miss out on the opportunity to further the, the negotiation on behalf of our client, right? To further our relationship with that person that we're speaking to. And um, not knowing how we are experienced by other people is a really, really critical part of all of this. In fact, Vince, one of the things I take my clients through is having them go to people who they trust, who care about them, and, and ask them, how do I leave you? You know, when you're with me, how do you feel after you're with me? Mm-hmm. When you first met me, what were your initial impressions? Interesting. And... They get so much amazing feedback. A client of mine, someone said to her, you know, when I first met you, I thought you were really aloof and you were a know-it-all. And um, I know that this is not at the core of my particular client, but because of the conditioning we've, we went through you know, in our earlier years, whatever that may be, what we, how we put ourselves out there in the world is, is not how we want to be experienced. It's not how we're going to show up as the best negotiator for our clients. So we do a lot of work around that. And I, I take my clients through, well, how can you show up as what you want to be experienced as in the way you speak, in the way yep. you show up visually, yep. in the decisions and your actions? So it's, it's all of these things are so, so different from what most in traditional real estate coaches out there in, in, you know, in, in the States do. They're more, hey, here's a script and, and make all of these cold calls. And yes, meeting new people and reinvigorating our uh, relationships is so critical, but I show my people how to do it in a way that feels good for them. I'm, I'm loving this, Don, because I think, you know, as I've gone through my career and regardless of the business it's been in, I'm, I'm, Becoming aware, just in listening to you this morning, how I've probably done a little bit of this, certainly not to the expertise that you, that you um, can show us all, but it's so right. I mean, it, it's all about how you present yourself, and it's all about you becoming comfortable with who you are and, and just taking that, that level, whatever, and just putting it out there. And in, even in negotiations, people have to know exactly who you are and where you stand and uh, I believe, you know, listen, no, no negotiation is easy, but uh, for the most part in real estate, but it is effective if you bring that, I think, to the table. I'm jumping around here because I'm trying to get as much from you uh, as possible mm-hmm. before we go into our, our uh, workshops. But in one of your blogs a while ago, you talk about ways to create sizzle that sells. You say, 
what if you replace the word sizzle with energy and steak with a pair of Prada shoes? Can you explain that to us? I thought that was incredible. Well, it's energy. Everything is energy. The home that our client is is interested in buying isn't you know there. It's not walls. It's not price. It's not square feet. It's energy. So I talk about you know Prada shoes. When when I'm when I go out there and I buy an amazing pair of shoes, I'm not buying the leather the four-inch heel, I'm buying how those shoes make me feel, right? Oh, my gosh. The smell of the shoes, wearing those shoes, feeling like a million dollars, feeling fierce and sexy. That's what those shoes do for me. It's, it's not the quality of the leather, right? It's that energy of what those shoes do for me. So, exactly. So the home is how I'm going to feel when I'm there, so, you know, a, a lot in, in terms of negotiating, when I, I teach my clients how to take their client to the point where they're in their heads, connecting to that energy, feeling what it's going to be like in that home. So they move past maybe the um, objections and, and getting them to that point where they say, you know what, I want to get to that energy sooner than later. So I'll compromise on, you know, these three things uh, because I can't imagine what my life is going to be like six months from now, a year from now, without living this lifestyle. And then, you know, a third piece of it and what I expressed in this article is we, and I love this quote, I, this is one of, you know, I have my quotes that I live by, and, and Maya Angelou that just passed has this quote, Vince, long after people forget what you've said, they're going to remember how you made them feel. And that's Correct. energy. So when you show up energetic, when you show up fully self-expressed, when you go into that listing appointment, Vince, and instead of, you know, being so attached to the material that's in your hand and, and the numbers that are on the page, certainly we need to come across as the professional who's relevant, who understands the market. When we go into that appointment and we do research on that person, when we are listening to that person, when we are coming into that appointment with the energy of being so available and, and so connected to the end result that this person wants, we're going to blow away the people who come into it the same old way. Okay, let's hold it there. We're going to go to break, and we'll be back right after these messages. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Put Blue Realty Group to work for you. Blue Realty Group is a full-service luxury real estate brokerage firm in Manhattan. With our global reach, unrivaled marketing capabilities, and veteran team, Blue serves some of the world's most exclusive and high-profile buyers and sellers. Visit us today at BlueRealtyGroup.com. At Blue Realty Group, we feel that people matter and results count. Our mission with you is to meet and deliver expectations to drive the results you want. We're ready now. Visit BlueRealtyGroup.com. That's B-L-U-RealtyGroup.com. Think of the world 50 years ago. 
Now think of this same world and how it will be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. If you want to call into the program, we're toll-free in North America at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to vrocco at bluerealtygroup.com. That's V Rocco at BLU Realty Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Don Doherty, and we've been talking about how to become much more successful in a real estate career and obviously translate that into making lots more money. Joining me now are my um, expert panel members. Joining me every week Rachel Altschuler from Douglas Elliman, Harul Brombat from Core, Deborah Hoffman from Town Residential, and Niall Lundgren from Dalian Realty, which is his own company, and Christian Lowry from Blue Realty. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? Um, good, thank you. So we're here with Dawn. I'm sure you've listened to most of our talk this morning. We wanted to start off with asking you guys, what is your biggest challenge? What are the biggest challenges you're facing in your careers or in your life these days? Um, that you might want to talk about and maybe kind of understand and how we can change those things for you and become more successful or make more money and, and all of those good things. What are the biggest challenges you all face in your careers today? Uh, hi, Don. It's Rachel. Hi. Nice to hear your voice. I think that my biggest challenge, and I'm pretty sure the panel would agree, is getting burnt out. Um, and I did want to talk about social media and some other stuff later in the show, if we have time, because Dawn's so awesome. I can listen to her all day long. But um, I just feel like, how does a successful seasoned broker not get burnt out? Great. Great Good question. question. Yeah. And number one, Rachel, um, the first thing I take my clients through is accepting that their people were meant to serve and mm-hmm. other people not so much. <laughs> yeah. And it's been my experience when we compromise our values, when when we agree to work with clients who um are clients that um that just give us a hard time that don't share our values, clients that uh may view their interaction with us as a commodity, you know, hey, Send me, just keep sending me property as opposed to people who uh, agree that they're going to have the responsibility in a particular relationship with you where you both, sir, you both set the terms and conditions and uh, you go about your relationship in a way that's intentional and deliberate. Um, when we do more of that and we do less of running around with people who take advantage of us, 
then we turn down that overwhelm. I had a client yesterday share with me, Dawn, the number one thing that I brought into my practice because of my work with you was your whole concept of having a red velvet rope policy. And this comes from the system that I teach from called Book Yourself Solid from Michael Port. But we refer to this red velvet rope policy, and which serves as a filtration system for your business. And she said, Dawn, I divorced a few of the people that I've been working with because they're weighing me down. And once I let go of this one particular person, I actually had more room in my practice to concentrate on people who were serious and qualified. And I actually, um, I actually uh, just put a, a bid in for a property that got accepted that I probably wouldn't have had that success if I kept that, that heavy person in my practice. Mm. So does that make sense as a good first approach? Love the red velvet rope idea. That's amazing. Taking that every day with me. Yeah, Don, I, I, I agree with you because I think early on in, in younger agents' career, it's hard for them to do what I call fire clients when, that, that aren't productive. Yeah. And uh, as you say, aren't going to be productive going forward for a whole host of reasons. But I think that takes some time to get you know, more self-confident and more you know, understanding of what's happening in the, in the world mm-hmm. of real estate before you can do that. But that is perfectly said. I mean, you're mm-hmm. right on with that. And once you do that, you, know, you free yourself of all the, the, the nonsense you're on to the next. That's going to be a lot more successful. And it feels so good when you do it. And for those agents that are new in the business, Vince and Rachel, what I say is, well, maybe your rope is a little looser than Rachel's (laughs) rope. I mean, Rachel, you are a super (laughs) successful real estate professional. So I would work with you to really examine who who are you going to do your best work with? And then you and I would work together to get more people who share the values of the people that you do your best work with through some actionable techniques. And what is life, what does that feel like when you wake up in the morning looking at your schedule, knowing you're going to go out there in the world and you're going to share time with people who you just love being around? Now, I, I totally agree. And I recently did a negotiation with a seller who I've known for a very long time and he said, what do you think we should do? And I said, well, before I tell you, what do you think? He said, I think what you think. Whatever you want to do, I trust you. And I went, that will lead me for the rest of the year. I will be totally motivated by that one sentence. Yeah, and that yeah, is true. that there is something you may say, my prerequisite for working with people is that you hand over the reins to me. You believe in me and regard me as someone who mm-hmm. is the expert in this you know, particular profession, and you don't question what I do. I do my best work with people who fall into that category. Right. Right. That's right. Yeah. What other challenges out there, guys? Any other challenges? Dawn, you said uh, touching everyone in your sphere. I'm yeah. curious. You know, I mean, I think organizing contacts, I mean, they come from, you know, every which way, whether it's business cards or emails or, you know, just meeting people on the street or at, a, at events. How, how do you best organize and farm these, uh, these clients or contacts? What an, what an amazing, and who is this speaking? This is what? Niall with Galleon Realty. Niall, so nice, so nice to speak with you. You too. Our contact, we all have this treasure chest that we're sitting on that we don't take full advantage of. And this is the base of people that we already know. 
And um, I tell, we've all had the story of seeing someone. I tell the story when when I was practicing a couple of years ago that I bumped into this guy who I knew. He was actually sharing an office when I was over at Street Easy. He was a political consultant, and I'm I'm in Brooklyn. I just got finished showing in um, in Brooklyn Heights, and and I see him, and I and I say, Ryan, hi, how are you? What are you doing out here? And he said, Don, what are you doing here? And I said, Well, I help couples, you know, a lot of people who are about to get married, find apartments where neither one of them feel that they've compromised. So they start that first year of their marriage in the right place. And he said to me, Dawn, that's amazing that you do that because Risa and I just got married and we just bought here in Brooklyn. And I wish I knew you were in this business because we went direct to the developer, and I would have loved to have had somebody like you on my side. And oh. I'm there calculating my commission, right? It would have been a, it was a $75,000 commission that I missed yep. because I wasn't fully engaged in, you know, this process that I take my clients through right now. And I'm sure, Niles, you have a story like that. We all do, right? Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. So I'm not saying that this is never going to happen in your career, but what I am saying and what I've observed with my clients is this happens less times when we do the following. So the first thing that I would take you through, Niles, is getting your contact list together in one place. You know, from a low-tech standpoint, you can just uh, export everything into a spreadsheet. We have contacts in our LinkedIn, right? We have contacts in our Outlook, yeah. in our cell phones, on Facebook, on, uh, on all different platforms. So our first challenge is to get everything together. I have uh, a tool that is so amazing uh, that I, I ha- really have my people check out. It's called contextually.com. So if you want to go actually experience it for free, that's C-O-N-T-A-C-T-U-A-L-L-Y.com forward slash invite forward slash Dawn D. So in any case, this is an amazing tool. These guys are MIT graduates. The, the, The interface is so user-friendly, and I know all about interfaces with my work with StreetEasy, and, you know, we, we, we got to the point where the consumer really loved being on that site, so I even helped them with this interface and how, um, how, to, how to develop it in a way that's very pleasing for real estate brokers. So what this, uh, what this does is it allows you to aggregate all your contacts, and then what you want to do is put together your VIP list. Your list of, okay. it could be anywhere from 50 to 100 people who um, either they're people you've worked with in the past that you would like to work with again, or they're people that you know that would refer you people that you're going to do your best work with. So that's our first step in this. And what I show you, Niles, is a way to stay in front of those people on a monthly basis that's individualized. So those people will not get that you know, quarterly report that you send to everybody else. And then, um, and then you have everyone else in your sphere that you want to stay in front of. One of the things that people, um, uh, most of my real estate agents don't understand is staying in front of people is critical, and you don't have to do it in a way that's all real estate-based. There's a few statistics 
uh, that just rocked my world when I heard them. The first is from the National Association of Real Estate Professionals. 82% of the time after a transaction, the real estate professional does not follow up with their client. 82% of the time. Wow. That's wow. really, that, wow. that's, that's, that's crazy. Awful. That's terrible, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's good news for us, the people who are getting more conscious around this, because there are, there are baits of people out there for us to connect with that have worked with other real estate professionals, because the people they worked with forgot them. They looked at what they did from a transactional perspective, right? Yep. So the second statistic is it takes five to 12 times of staying in front of someone on an annual basis for that person to deem you as their go-to real estate professional. Five to 12 times, 80% of, the, 80% of sales. And when I say sales, I mean 80% of the time when people say, Niles is the guy for me. Right, he's my go-to guy. Yeah. Anytime I get someone who asks me, you know, who do I work with in New York City real estate, I am going to r- recommend Niles. So yep. we need to do a great job on a regular basis, at least once a month, with the people in our sphere of staying in front of them. And it feels kind of icky for most of us to just push real estate data. And frankly, I get about 50 real estate data reports. You know when the quarterly report numbers come out? I get the same email from 50 different real estate agents. What do you think guys, I'm doing? Guys, can we hold it right there? We have to yeah. take a break. We are coming back for one more segment. Thanks, Don't Joel. go away. Great question. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Put Blue Realty Group to work for you. Blue Realty Group is a full-service luxury real estate brokerage firm in Manhattan. With our global reach, unrivaled marketing capabilities, and veteran team, Blue serves some of the world's most exclusive and high-profile buyers and sellers. Visit us today at BlueRealtyGroup.com. At Blue Realty Group, we feel that people matter and results count. Our mission with you is to meet and deliver expectations to drive the results you want. We're ready now. Visit BlueRealtyGroup.com. That's B-L-U-RealtyGroup.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Good Morning New York, Real Estate with Vince Rocco. If you want to call into the program, we're toll-free in North America at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to vrocco at bluerealtygroup.com. That's vrocco at blurealtygroup.com. Now, back to the show. We're back, everybody, with Don Doherty, with Niall Deborah Peru. Christian and Rachel, and we're talking about big challenges in our careers in real estate. We want to know how we can become more successful and how we can make more money. And Don, being the expert in that field, is coaching us through some of the questions that we have uh, as agents. So again, guys, you know, we're talking about some of the biggest challenges that we face. Don, I have a question for you. What about business plans? How important is it for an agent to have a business plan in place at the start of the year? 
Well, I have chills that you brought this up because this is what I actually wrote down as such a key area, um, you know, as our, as our final segment here. Uh, 3%, 3% of adults, Vince, have written and concise goals. Can you believe that? Yeah, I do. 3%. This, this comes from Brian Tracy, who is a big coach in the area of setting I'm goals. Sure. And I am so diligent in, in, around setting goals because really this is the foundation for our certainty and our confidence. This is the foundation for bringing in what we want to bring in for our business. I, two of my quotes when I start working with people are, number one, we, we attract what we focus on, and number two, we get what we tolerate. So if we're not setting goals, we're just getting what we tolerate. Our, our business is just falling from the sky. I say, you know, when real estate agents conduct their business without a business plan and they just kind of put themselves out there, there's no difference than going to the craps table in Las Vegas, right? right. I want to know <laughs> my plan, and I want to know where I'm going. So I take people through, what is it? How much money do you want to make this year? And when I talk to agents and I say, What's your, what, what is your 12 months? What are you, what are you looking at making this year? They, they don't have an answer for that. So I have a matrix where I show agents, if you, you know, let's get deliberate around your average price of a home. And I'm out here in the Hamptons. The agents that I work with here, for the most part, they're, they're 3.5 million. They're gone. This is my sweet spot. So knowing that and knowing what the gross commissions that, you know, they, they may say, hey, I want my gross commissions to be $500,000 this year. Then we are able to say, okay, $3.5 million. I do a calculation based on 2.5% because, you know, we want to get conservative just in case the listing is a 5% listing. And we actually are able to say, I sell $21 million of real estate a year. I, uh, my average home is $3 million. I do seven transactions a year. And this is what my gross commissions are. And to speak about it in a way where it's, it's, it's like you've already done this. You're already doing it. So even when people speak to us and they say, well, tell me about your business. You say, you know, I, I do about $21 million a year and, and the homes that I focus on are $3 million. And you know what, guys, even if that's not the case right now, when you start speaking about it as if it is the case, you've all heard the line, fake it until you make it. Yes. yes. When, you, when you set the script of your movie to be this, what you put in motion for the universe and even your intention and how people regard you is being regarded as that $21 million agent or $40 million, whatever it is that you set out for yourself in speaking about it as if it's happened already. So I even tell my agents to wake up in the morning and even look in the mirror and say, I sell $40 million in real estate, and my average price is this, and I do this many deals a year. And get out there. Look at those properties. My agents have a file of those properties. They, they can speak about the nuances of those particular properties that they intend to sell. And they're going out there in the world speaking about them as an expert. And when we do that and we speak to the people who are the buyers for those properties, then we're making more happen. 
Does that very, make sense? Very, it, it, it makes all the sense in the world, and I'm a big proponent of business plans. And, you know, coming from my tech background, Dawn, as you know, this is something that you need to do every year because you need to set the course as to where you want to go. So the analogy with the, the gross commissions is fantastic. What else, guys? What else out there do you need to know from Dawn about better, making your business better and becoming more successful? Because that's really Hi, what Dawn. it's all about. Oh. Um, this is cool. I, um, I was really just wondering what your advice would be on um, breaking into new networks. Um, I feel that, you know, once we do exactly sort of what you said, you know, work through our own contacts, meet people through those networks, um, what I find is there's still a few groups of, 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 well, there's a specific business that I would love to sort of be able to tap into. And what I find during, um, you know, whether I go to certain nonprofit events or whatnot is, is that um, there's generally in New York City people, everybody seems to know a few brokers that are part of their hemisphere already, number one. And number two, um, it seems that there's also social circles that are pre-established, and it's tougher to break in if you're just sort of a new person trying to, you know, forge relationships in that group. Would you give us some advice in terms of, you know, going sure. into situations where there aren't, you know, previous contacts that are that are helping and enabling us forward. Sure. Well, and, and I'm sorry. What is your first name? Uh, this is Perul. It's Perul. Perul. Hi, Perul. Thank yes. you. What a, an you? amazing question. This is so so in line with where most of my people um, have a challenge and breaking into new networks. Number one, understanding. Well. Who is that target market? A target market is a demographic of people that we intentionally market to. So I would start off with that. So, for instance, if you said to me, Dawn, I do my best work with women that just go through a divorce that are looking for, you know, that home that's going to make them feel like a million dollars after a divorce. That's a target market. And so many agents have a hard time saying, okay, this is my target market. If you, if you were to say, that's my target market, then two things would happen. Number one, you would have a better direction as to who to start networking with. So in that case, who would we network with? We would probably network with attorneys, right, who help women go through divorces. We would network with therapists who help coaches who help women get through divorces. We would network with probably you know, personal trainers or, or people who um, run spas, right? Be, all of these people probably mm-hmm. know these women. So that's first off. And then the second piece that most agents have a problem with is, how do you answer the question, parole? When I ask you, what do you do? What, how do you answer that question? Um, what do you do professionally? Well, what I say that um, I'm a real estate professional. Okay, and um, right and there, I'm going to stop you right there. Real estate. I'm going to stop you right there. That is the worst answer for, for anyone in this profession. And let me tell you why. Because when we just answer with our professional category, number one, how many real estate professionals are there in New York City at this point? Thousands. Thousands over 25,000, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we, ask, when we answer with that, that person on the other side of us is going to compare us to every other real estate professional they know. And they're mm-hmm. not going to really allow us to communicate who we're all, who we really are and who we do our best work with and what we bring to the table. So I teach my clients instead to go out there. So once we know who our target market, our target markets are, right? I teach my clients to speak in a way that they're leading this 
conversation, this engaging conversation, as opposed to this elevator pitch, I'm a real estate agent, and it, you know, boom, you part ways with that person. So in the example I gave you, I would say I help people who, are, who have recently gone through divorces, women in particular, I help them so they walk out of their building feeling like a million dollars. Some, you know, somebody may say, what do you mean? I specialize in working with people who are going through transitions in their lives, and I match them to the right apartment in the right neighborhood. The people that I work with hear the challenges that they have. Number one, you know, they, they need they, they have a temporary, they have this budget, or we go through the three challenges that particular target market mm-hmm. has. Then we go through why you are the best professional for addressing those particular challenges. Maybe you can say, look, I've, I've recently gone through a divorce, so I have many friends that have gone through this, and I know what it's like you know, those first few months or that first year. Number two, I know the best buildings for people to trend, to, to go into or neighborhoods for all of this. The one hey big guys, result is, hey, it's, it's, so, so it's all about talking about your business in a different way. Guys, mm-hmm. i got to stop you right there. We are completely out of time. Unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. I wish we had another oh, hour. No. Thank you, Dawn. <laughs> we're going we're we're to invite Dawn back right here on the air. Please do so, Dawn. Bye, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye, Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in this week. Please join us for another edition of Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Here's hoping all of your transactions are successful ones.